everybody, this is Patrick, and thank you for joining us on this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventuring. With me, as always, is Nate. Hello, I'm first this time. We also have Faye. Hello. And we also have Matt. Howdy, y'all. Howdy. I should also say this is a Dungeons Dragons 5th edition real play podcast, which should have been inserted before, but eh, I forget things. How is everybody? It, it's been a it's been a few weeks. Yeah. True. Nice summer atmosphere, I guess. Yeah, the uh, summer of 2020, the year that never happened. <laughs> it happened. Uh, it I'm happened. Just waiting for the kaiju to show up. The what? Godzilla. Oh yeah. Well, we had murder hornets. We you know, many other things. I'm waiting for the uh, the drider goats. Whatever happened to the murder hornets? They just weren't a thing. Like, nobody cared about them. And then they <laughs> went away because coronavirus was still a thing. Yeah. I mean, it's a good time for nobody to go outside if there's murder hornets out there. And so. coronavirus, yes. It's good. <laughs> Two reasons to stay indoors. I had a bad batch of carpenter bees eating uh, part of the house. So, um, and I have those, big, those big fat ones. Yeah, not happy about having to kill those, but I did. I'm sorry. They're killing my house. Yeah. <laughs> nah, just buy some mead. Save the bees. Will do. I, I shall buy mead. Um, I will not drink it because it gives me a massive headache. <sighs> Alright. I heard they make these fake uh, wasp nests. They're just, they just hang them from your eaves trough. And they look like nests, but they're just not. And I guess <laughs> since they're territorial, it'll keep other bees away. What? Yeah. That's really freaking cool. <laughs> That's some material for some uh, D&D monster stuff there. Like a mimic wasp nest? Yeah. <laughs> we already had mimic chairs, mimic barrels, mimic crates, mimic doors, mimic windows, mimic houses. Hey, it wasn't the house. It'd be cool to it was a mimic. Approximately 20% of the house, as far as I could tell. We should try to steal one and take it with us. Mimic umbrella. Pet mimic. Speaking of... Let's see who's going to tell us what happened last time on the Misfits Get to Adventuring. Faye with a 1-2, Matt with a 3-4, Nate with a 5-6. Who's going to tell us what happened? Uh, that's a 4. That's a Matt. Well, uh, after we defeated some zombies, we toured the grounds and checked out some buildings. Um, I remember there was a, a log that was very interesting. Yes, the log. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, found some uh, one warehouse with a bunch of undelivered supplies. Uh, Tina found a ship's wheel. Yes. Um, that was addressed to her father. Nope. Her great no. grandfather. Oh. Really? Okay. I don't remember that. Yep. It was her great grandfather. Cool. Um, and I found uh, some magic wood woodworking tools. Don't know what they do yet, but I'll find out. Um, found a journal. Talked a little bit about this. Uh, what's her name? El El Esma. Esma Balthazar. Esma Balthazar, which was turned out she sounded pretty much like a necromancer from what we gathered. And um, probably had something to do with Dorth Aldir. Death? Doroth Aldir. Um, let's see what else. I think we went back inside, tried to converse a little more with these mimics. We did determine they were mimics, and um, uh, we're having a little bit of trouble communicating. It's kind of hard but, when uh, they don't speak and they can only nod. Yes, or turn their, you know, anything to know and tap. One should turn into, a, like, a giant pencil, another, like, a parchment. They could write <laughs> stuff out, but... Uh, and then we determined also, too, that the storm, I guess, overhead had something to do with this lady, too, from what we could gather. This never-ending storm. Yeah, and so as you all make your way back inside... Um, you, you you have been awake for quite some time. The, the travel to this location had taken quite a long time. Um, but as you, you know, as you make your way back inside, um, the house seems to reshape itself 
back into a solid home. There's no more holes in the wall where it looked like there are uh, missing pieces. Like some of the windows up in the front had left their position to come out into the back and help and assist. And now they are back in place. The back window has been reshaped from big, one big massive actual glass panel to now four windows that mimic the windows at the front of the house. Uh, some of the doors in the bedroom upstairs where uh, these mimics uh, led you. So you had some uh, some boarding for the night. The doors aren't there. Um, in fact, if you were to take some time to look around, uh, just to take some time before you lay to rest, uh, you'll notice that in the, in the big dining room that is upstairs, there are a lot less uh, seats, a lot less barrels around. Uh, just various, uh, what would have been pieces of furniture, they're no longer there. Might have been some of the ones that um, were helping you when you were outside. Some of them did lose their lives. But uh-huh. they they all lead you to uh, individual rooms. The three of them that you saw upstairs, There are there's bedding. There is uh, pretty much anything you need to make yourself comfortable. Uh, do you all take some time to talk amongst yourselves before... You wish to go to bed for the night, or are you all tired enough to just go? I could use some, should I? Me too. I'll my meditation, and uh, yes, uh, I could use some rest as well. Uh, I might I, focus on those woodworking tools, but aside from that. I, I just want to go in the front of the bed. It was, it was a long, long day. I realized I'm not as useless as I thought I was, and I hope I could be. I'm sorry. Hey, you're alive. That's what matters, right? Yeah. And we had a very exciting adventure that I can draw and paint. Yeah, that. I'm just going to go into the last bedroom over there and just plop down. Good night, Gimlet. Make sure you tap it before you lay on it. It might be one of those things. Uh, that was that was the plan. I didn't want it to, like, hug me. Maybe I do. <sighs> Good night. And Gimlet just walks down to the end of the hallway. And there's bedrooms one, two, and three. Gimlet went down into the third one. Is there a nice couch? Inside the rooms, there is there is a chair, there's a bed. There are no couches up here. But uh, you do remember seeing a couch down on the first floor. I'm going to hit a couch. Okay. Tina, you said which one? Uh, I'm going to go into the first bedroom. Um, and I'm going to sleep kind of like with the wheel, like hugging the wheel in bed so that like no one takes it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lyndon, you're, uh, where are you going to sleep? Yep, I'll sleep in the remaining room. Okay, wasn't and sure if you were going to go up on the roof. That's all. <laughs> nah, it's raining, man. Okay. I'm going to sit on the bed cross-legged and play a few notes and then go to sleep. Okay. And the night goes on. You hear the, the rain hitting the roof. You hear the thunder a lot lower than it was when you were outside in the yard. And you all awake the next morning refreshed, feeling energized, feeling... Is if you all leveled up. Um, over like before I went to bed, did I notice anything focusing on those woodworking tools? Like what was special about them being magic? I would have grabbed like a inert piece of furniture that wasn't one of those mimics and kind of messed with one of the wood legs or something. They aren't really magical. They are just oh. uh, woodworking tools uh, that'll give you a plus one anytime you were trying to. Oh, okay. They're just. A much better grade of some woodworking tools. Got like professional grade. Yes. Very sharp, very, very usable. You can see that they have been used quite some time, you know, quite a lot. You can see the hammer marks on the back, on the back of like some of the chisels where a hammer was you know, poking at it. it I was they're just, just curious if they'd produce like magical artifacts. Unfortunately, no. But you could dream about that when you sleep. <laughs> But yeah, the next morning you wake up and uh, you are all feeling refreshed, energized, and leveled up. Ah, nice. It's nice to sleep in a bed. I feel great. You have a pattern on your face <laughs> from the has your name on it. I meant for it to be there. <laughs> part of the wheel is resting on your face, where it says Radnot, just from part of the carved. It is backwards. But it still says Radnot. Yeah. <laughs> I had an idea with respect to that wheel. Do you think you could wield it like a weapon? Um, uh, when I look at it, is it like, um, can I feel if it's like delicate or if it's like pretty sturdy? This 
is probably one of the most well-crafted pieces of, of wood, perhaps probably even a ship's wheel. Like, you remember the one at your, your, you know, on your own ship when you were piloting it? It felt solid, but you can feel a little bit of wiggle as you were turning it and steering the ship. This feels like a solid, well-thought-out piece of, uh, I want to say architecture, but uh, it, it's a very solid unit. Okay. It was, you know, well-thought-out, well-pieced together. Okay. Um, I'm going to turn to Lyndon and say, well, considering that it is probably over 400 years old and it was addressed to my great-grandfather, I may not use it as a weapon, even though it's pretty sturdy. I just thought it would be a very unique fighting style. Very interesting. What, you don't like my current fighting style? And then I whip out my great axe. <laughs> oh no, your current fighting style is is amazing. I was gonna say, I could show you if you didn't like it. I think I got quite the demonstration last night. The zombies did not last long. So Tina, after you wake up, uh, why don't you tell everybody what you gained now that you are now level six? All right, so now that I'm level six, um, I have had, I now get four rages per long rest, which is very exciting. Oh, hell yeah. Um, Anger management. Yes, exactly. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and now I have something called, um, oh, sorry, I couldn't find it. Ah, yes. So I have something now called Mindless Rage, <laughs> meaning that when I'm raging, I can't be charmed or frightened. Nice. <laughs> yes. And also, I have increased my hit points. Um, my hit points are now, it's now 60. <laughs> hey, Nate, don't you wish yours was a nice even number like that? <laughs> don't start with me, Pat. Oh, actually, I'm not going to start, <laughs> but I'm going to jump to you next. Why don't you tell everybody what you get for level six? Hi, everyone. This is Lyndon. He has exactly 39 hit points, not 40. <laughs> so bad. I even got Pat to roll odds and evens. I convinced him to roll odds and evens to see if I could have one more hit point, and he rolled a nine. So now I'm stuck with an odd number. But, because, you know. Because you chose odds. It's life. And you chose it's life. I chose evens, and, you know, because I wanted an even number, and, Oh, anyway, so Bards, 6th level. Uh, I have, of course, the usual hit point increases, and I have an ability now called Counter Charm. I can use musical notes or words of power to disrupt mind-influencing effects. So I can basically uh, give advantage to... Yeah, if I start a performance that lasts the end of my next turn during that time, me and any friendly creatures have advantage on saving throws while being against being frightened or charmed. Similar. None of us will ever become frightened or charmed. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> uh, the second ability bards get at level six is additional magical secrets, which is wonderful. Uh, so Lyndon can now cast Counterspell. Mm -hmm. And Aid, which is a cleric spell. And on that note, Lyndon will tell the others. So I have some exciting news. This morning, I attempted a ritual that my mother taught me that I have not yet been able to get right, and I think I got it just right this time. And he takes out three strips of cloth that have runes written on them. And tie this around any part of you, your arm, your leg, your ankle, anything, and it should absorb some damage before you become wounded. That's cool. So these strips of cloth are casting aid. Nice. You finish, in the middle of you saying this, Resident's like slowly making his way up the stairs, hand on his back. Kind of hurts a little because the uh, couch wasn't as long as he thought it was. It's like a fainting chair. As soon as he ties this uh, this charm around him, uh, he gains 10 additional hit points. Uh, temporary hit points. Well, not temporary hit points. 10 additional hit points to his maximum, and it lasts for 8 hours. Nice. And you can do that how often? I can do that... Um, as many times as spell slots I have. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that's a first level spell, huh? It No, it's a third level spell. Oh. I'm casting it as third level. It's gotcha. it's a second level spell that I'm casting as third level. Okay, cool. Uh, Reson, as you make your way up and uh, you get this ribbon tied around your arm, you feel a bit better. Uh, why don't you tell everybody what you get at level six? I get one more sorcery point to match my level. 
so I've got six now. Uh, one more spell known, which is I picked a first level spell, Chaos Bolt, which is a pretty cool spell out of Xanathar's Guide. Uh, basically, exactly what it is, it's kind of like a uh, you know range spell attack, but damage type ranges depending on what you roll on a eight point scale between acid, cold, fire, force, lightning, poison, psychic, and thunder damage. And if you roll two of the same die uh, that match, you get it goes to the next creature. You can make another attack, and it keeps going like that if uh, you keep rolling um, the same numbers on your two uh, uh, D8s. Nice. So that's kind of cool. Uh, and as far as <clears throat> my class, I get Bend Luck, which is... When another creature I can see makes an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw, I can use my reaction to spend two sorcery points to roll a 1d4 and apply that number as a bonus or a penalty to the creature's roll. Oh, so it's like this. a weird way of playing Bane. Sort of, yeah. Except I can help people, too. Yeah, and, uh, that's cool. Um, and it, I can do it after the creature rolls, but before any of the effects of the roll occur. Nice. And let's see, make sure my hit points are up to 41. Uh, oh, and also, Lyndon, if you tied something on my arm, uh, you would have noticed probably as I hold out my arm um, that my fingernails are like jet black. Oh, Reston, are you okay? Why? You seem to have some possibly circulation problems to your hands? Oh, no, and I kind of pull them back, kind of flex my fingers a little bit. No, I think it's just dirt. I think it's from dealing with those dead things. Well, then it, it could be necrotic. Can I take a look at it? Uh, I guess. And I hold my hand out kind of gingerly, I'll watching you. Just as gingerly. <laughs> <laughs> Take a close look. Uh, go ahead and roll. Um, hmm. Resin, what do you think he should roll on this one? Should it be a uh, um, like an investigation or should it be a medicine? Uh, are you looking at it as a in a medical sense? I guess it doesn't matter. I have the same modifier for both. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thirteen. Uh, for Resin, I'll say he, he he notices that something's wrong, but he can't really decide what's wrong. So I don't know if you want to uh, ad-lib to this. Well, let me try this. I'll cast Cure Wounds on it. So 1d8 plus 3 additional hit points, but I assume it does nothing. It does nothing. What'd you do? Well, I, I tried to heal whatever this was, and it it's not... It, I, 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 I think healthy. it just might be like a fungal thing. I don't know. I would think that would go away well I mean it just I just woke up with it I, it wasn't like that yesterday that's why I'm thinking I wonder if it's from the touching those dead things or maybe maybe the mimics maybe the mimics have some sort of fungus yeah, we probably shouldn't touch those anymore yes well I, I had weird dreams last night though too we should keep an eye on this yeah I mean I'll keep if it, if it starts hurting or if I start seeing my nails fall out I'll, I'll uh I'll let you know. Have you had anything like this happen to you in the past? No, I mean I've had, you know, you know, athlete's foot, but my toes didn't turn black. Oh. And I sit down, it's like I check something. You take my boot off and uh look and see my toenails are black too. And your feet like, are oh. clammy as hell. You slept in Crap. your boots. That's weird. I'm sure it's fine. That is unlike any affliction I have ever seen. Yeah, uh, I mean, I could just get some gloves. It won't. It looks kind of gothy, doesn't it? I'm more concerned about your long-term health than your appearance, but we can keep an eye on it, I suppose. There doesn't seem to be anything wrong in it. No, I mean they feel the same. Sense of a wound. Just a little bit, a little bit dry this morning, even with the wet weather. 
<sighs> well, what's for breakfast? Rations, I assume. I don't expect the Mimics keep a well-stocked pantry. Have we even looked in the kitchen? Can we look? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember going in the kitchen. Uh, you guys walked into the kitchen before you made your way into that 15-foot area where the two doors were before you went outside. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> As you all walk um, out of whatever room you might have been in, uh, Gimli comes up. Ah. You look at him and he looks taller. He looks a little thicker. Um, well, guys. Um, that was a weird night, wasn't it? Good morning, Gimlet. You're looking solid. Yeah, um, I'm hungry. We got some food. Does this house have food? We were just gonna look. That's a great idea. Um, Your voice sounds a little different. Yeah, I feel a little different. It's kind of weird. Um, you get a little, little, get a little peach fuzz on your lip there. And as, as you say that, like, like he reaches up. He can, he, not only there, but he also has like a couple strands of hair coming from the top of his head. Like Homer. And also the bottom of his chin. Um, it's like, jeez. It's like, it's like he hit puberty in the night. Um, his house is, that is weird. That is how it happens, isn't it? It's you wake up one it? day and your voice sounds funny. How are your legs? It's are your like, legs sore? It's like he hit his bar mitzvah and then he changed <laughs> overnight. That's definitely how it works. And if you don't have the bar mitzvah, nothing happens. Hey, it still worked for me. <laughs> I hit thirteen. Is like, oh shit, what happened? Um, yeah. Uh, so this is um, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, uh. See what they have in the kitchen, if anything. Yeah, uh, I hope so. Oh yeah, you guys make your way down into the kitchen and an area where there was no table before. There is a table, and there looks like there are plates of food. It looks oh. like it is a whole area set up, ready for you all to eat breakfast. Uh, are there any of those uh, um, like creatures around that we could think? You can roll a perception or a investigation check. Uh, sure, I'll roll a perception check. Okay. It's not great. It's 12. Um, do you see tables with food? <laughs> I got a 21. <laughs> and Lyndon, as Tina like goes to sit down to like stab like a fork into one of the plates, uh, you realize that this is not real. This is just um, them like doing what they would do for anyone else that was in this house prior just to make it look like... It was something. Wait, Tina. What? I think you are about to eat a mimic. Uh, can I take a closer look and do I see that it's actually a mimic? Yeah, you, you, your face kind of gets a little closer to the plate. You smell and it, it is not food. It is just, it's it's a mimic. It just, like, the plate just kind of, like, shifts and, like, kind of pushes the fork away. It doesn't want to be stabbed. Well, damn it. Ew. I was so prepared to eat all this yummy food. I guess we do have to eat rations. Well, it, it was nice of them to put forward the appearance, though mimic friends, for future reference. If you turn into food, organic beings may try to consume you. <laughs> One of them on the other end of the table pops up with a little blob and goes <laughs> in the yes motion. It, it also points over towards a cabinet, probably about 20 feet away. Now, keep in mind, um, how? what's your intelligence... Linden? Linden's is... Average. Ten. Okay. Um, still not that bad, but no one's been in this house for quite some time, based on the knowledge you learned last night from the things outside and then what Tina mentioned to you. If there are dry rations, they are probably not good. Well, we can look in the pantry, but I don't expect anything that isn't stale. Uh, Tina starts to take out a ration from her pack. I'm gonna look in the cabinet. Okay, Tina takes out a ration and... Lyndon, you go head to a cabinet and... As you open it up, there's a bunch of jars and stuff that just look like they've been opened and left to be uh, completely empty. Um, With your ten, you'd probably think that anything living in this house has probably already eaten everything in this house. Well, it was worth a shot. 
Rations it is. Yeah, I gotta stock up my pockets next time we're in a town. I wonder if they have any game. Do we have any cheese left? Uh... Uh, not the cheese, so. if you're talking about the cheese that we got before from the farm. Well, yes, we passed through that lovely farm on our way here. Do we still have some of that cheese? Oh, yeah. did they give us more? Yeah, you, you guys probably would have had a little bit more cheese. Not a lot, but just, you know, enough uh, take on the trip. A reasonable amount of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, as, as you guys are conversing, um, the two doors, it's probably about 50 feet away from where you're at in the pantry not too far from the kitchen. The doors just kind of open up to, you know, out. It looks like it has cleared up a little bit, but it is still raining. It's not storming as heavy as it was at night. Uh, but yeah, you see the backyard yet again. It's, uh, the log is still there. That damn log. <laughs> that log still, it still nags at me. What's so special about it? We could burn it. Not sure. It just feels important. What? It's probably nothing. Um, what is the party's plan? Uh, do you guys wish to dig around out here anymore? See what else you might come across in any of these buildings? Or are you guys um, headstrong on heading out? I'm pretty... Um, as t- oh, sorry, as, go ahead. I was going to say, as, as Tina knows, there was a lot more packages in that building... Um, there was a couple other buildings further in the back you didn't actually check out. Um, she'll pose it to the party. So I feel like I'm pretty good because I feel like this is like really the only thing that would have been actually like valuable to me. But if you want, there's more packages, there's other houses if you guys want to look. But if you don't, I'm also good with trying to go down to where we were trying to get to because <laughs> Faye has forgotten. <laughs> I'm concerned about the horses. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been about yeah. A, we left them by the road. It's been about a day, right? I'm sure they're fine. It has been a night. Well, yeah, actually, no. To, to, to this point, yes, a full day. Uh, don't forget, you did meet the uh, the, the couple, uh, couple of guys, uh, Cliff and Norm. They were out there. They were friendly. So, um, who knows what they have done? Uh, Lyndon. Yes? Are you able to, like, detect magical auras by chance Mm, I can certainly try but I don't have any particular ritual or spell for this purpose Mm, I was going to say we could run into that storeroom and just if you had some sort of magic I've been wanting to get something like that one day but so far I haven't had any luck although I do feel like I don't know just in my head I can let me try something real quick and go outside and uh, just use my innate spellcasting ability. I want to cast Chaos Bolt at the log. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So range spell attack, which is plus six. Uh, that's a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. As as you, as you walk outside, the, it is still slick. It's still raining, resident. As you as you plant your first foot on the ground, and you go to try to step forward, it just slips out from underneath you, and you you flat, you fall flat on your ass. Uh okay. Uh, it's muddy out, resident. I think you should be a little bit more careful with that. Um, well, that's you, when I went outside. What were you trying to do? I just feel like I can... I got some more magic in me I wanted to try. I'll try it in battle. Heck, what can go wrong? So It looks like several things could go wrong. I found this... That's uh, not very confident of you. I'd say that with utmost excitement. I I don't know why when I woke up there was this book in front of my bed with another copy of what looked like a book, but then I touched it and it kind of crawled on top of me. It was just a logbook. Kind of flipped through it. It's in your language. Um, like a book about a log? No, or? no, no. Not, it didn't have to do with that one that you're trying to attack. It was a logbook. It had to do with... I, it took me about some time to figure out what it was. It has a couple of dates and uh, messages and notes and 
things. I don't know why it was in my room. It wasn't there when I went to sleep. Hmm. Mm, sounds maybe. like something we should look at. Take a look at it. I'm going to go real quick, just open a few boxes in that little side place. Uh, if, uh, okay. if that's okay, I'll be quick. And I kind of, I kind of like half skip over there. Um, as you try to skip again, uh, make a uh, uh, dexterity saving throw. Just to make sure you don't slip on your ass again. Fifteen. Yeah, you're fine. You knew you were gonna slip, and you, you your footing was just right, so you did not slip and fall. You kind of all the way down to the, uh, the the kitty corner room. Um, the door is wide open. Uh, some of the rain has gotten inside, but as you walk in, you see that there is a crate that was torn open, which is up front. Uh, you can only assume this is the one that Tina went through. Uh, but yeah, there are about twenty other crates in here. Some of them are marked with. Uh, Almost like a packing list, like a piece of paper, like covered in wax. Some of them are marked. Yeah, the room is yours uh, to kind of poke through. Let me let me try to pick out the most intricate looking box or, or something that's not too large. Okay, something not too large. Give me an investigation. Uh, 18. Oh, that is exactly what I was looking for for this one specific one. Nice. You see uh, a crate. It, it looks like it is about... Uh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Oh, shit. I just... Do, 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 do. Okay, uh, you see this one crate. It's about two feet wide, four feet long, and three feet tall. Um, as you kind of look at it, it looks like it has like some some mild... Uh, colors and decorations on the exterior wood. Well, you can tell it's a crate. It's got uh, beams, not beams, but it has uprights on the left and left and right. It's going across. It looks like a crate with a big X in the center of it. Uh, but mm -hmm. then you see what looks like a uh, a waxy packing list with another uh, piece of parchment underneath it. Uh, I'll take a look, see what's written on it. All right, as you uh, as you kind of pull it off, uh, you do see like. In uh, like exclamations, uh, specific imported parts from Sistoria dash Sistoria from Debsa Tululu, and underneath it it says uh, the package is addressed to Rifi Tululu. Uh, and as you separate the wax from the other piece of uh, paper that's behind it, it appears to be some sort of card, and it reads "Happy Birthday, seventy fifth." Uh, did you want to open it? Uh. Hmm. Uh, can I carry it, or is it too heavy? Uh, give me a strength check. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a three minus one. Oh, no, no. Th this thing, it is, it's <laughs> such an awkward size. It's Instead of going for, like, the two-foot-wide side, you go for the four-foot-wide side, and you can't get your arms around it to try to pick it up. Um, but it seems like whatever's inside as you try to move it is solid and it is strapped down inside. How heavy would you say it felt when I tried to pick it up? About 80 pounds. Okay. I cast levitate on it and I just kind of like point, you know, kind of carry it out of the room. Okay. Yeah, you carry this thing out and we go up to the house. Yep. Um, while you were in there, you noticed there were probably about, like, other... Uh, there are 18 more crates inside that room. Most of them with packing lists, some of them with uh, little insignias. Hey, look what I got. As I kind of, like, balancing it on one finger. This thing's really what? heavy. I'm strong. What's that? <laughs> Very impressive, Resden. Uh, That's a happy birthday present who? to Reefy Tululu. Do I know who that is? From uh, Belthoria. Uh, yeah, you actually oh, know her. Yep. Because she has that food cart. Not the one with the fish cakes, but the other one with the drinks and other things. Uh, you do know that they are gnomes, and they are they are pushing like 450 years old. I didn't realize she was that old, but uh, apparently this was a 75th birthday gift. I don't know how old she is now, but she's got to be pushing... If that was for your great-grandfather, man, she's she's pushing uh, 300 at least. No wonder that food is so good. She's had lots of practice. I, fi I figured she'd, uh, at the very least, you know, maybe uh, 
if we ever go back to Belthoria, we could give it to her. Maybe she'd give us a reward, or maybe we could open it. I mean, she's probably given up on this present. Well, it's rude to open other people's mail. True, but what about you, Lyndon? Lyndon, are you what? intrigued by the uh, the other uh, I- thoughts and ideas of what might be inside the crates in there? I, I am, uh, but I've spent the last few minutes trying to teach a mimic how to play the lute. <laughs> <laughs> or rather, how to become a lute and play yourself. Oh my <laughs> fucking god. I... <laughs> so resident in, inscribed it says blow me <laughs> oh no the lute's a string instrument <laughs> never mind strum me oh man um finger me <laughs> no um Lyndon how do you expect to teach a mimic how to become a lute and play itself well I sh- I've shown the mimic the lute Explained yes. what I'm trying to do, and then strummed a few, a few things, and look at the mimic like, and, um, the first performance and then a charisma. All right, performance is a nineteen, of course, and charisma is a fourteen. A, so this one mimic turns itself into a loot after you show it to it. Another one. A smaller one comes up to it and shapes itself into a, a really horrible still hand. And together they, let's see, performance? That's a natural 19. <laughs> they, from what, from your performance, they, they copy it almost exact. But it doesn't, oh, it doesn't sound its perfect tune because, you know, the mimic can't, be a perfectly tuned instrument it is it's either up or down a note here and there but yeah see that's that's not bad they can mimic sounds not just appearances look very interesting that's that's weird (laughs) the disembodied hand is particularly interesting applause (laughs) (laughs) i wonder if we can take them with us would you guys like to go with us on an adventure about like eight of them pop up in places you didn't even know they were. They pop up and like they're like no left to right no. Well, I mean, don't think about it. This is their home, Reston. It's always raining. Don't you like to see the sun? They don't go outside, or well, they except to fight zombies. Oh yeah, there's a zombies too. They might come back. I or that or your, your that evil lady might come back. Ooh. They'll pull well, back. Sure They'll pull back. Oh, I didn't mean to I'm, scare you. Sorry. I'm sure we'll find her and we'll have to deal with her at some point. I really hope not. She. Isn't she already dead? Kill killer. Undead? You don't plan to chase every unpleasant thing we find? I don't know if we've. No. Oh. She right, disappeared. Sorry, I, I got confused. I thought she. Well, necromancers thought she are usually alive. alive. Mostly. Yeah, maybe she had children. Now she's a mummy. Uh huh. <laughs> I think what happens is like they um, like start walking and doing something else, and because Tina's intelligence score is so low, like ten minutes later, she like bursts out laughing because she finally gets it. <laughs> <laughs> the mimic turns into a snare drum. <laughs> So, Resden, how many other crates are in that warehouse? There are like a dozen or so. Well, let's go open every single one. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> start running. Oh, At least oh read every gosh. single one. Come we on, Tina. To... We could use your axe. I can't we don't carry have all to these. Open them. We don't have to open them. I just want to know what's inside. And I'll, I'll fly over the mud as they tramp through it. Yep. Come on, Gimlet. It's a present opening no. adventure. No, I'm, I'm not going out there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit here. In the doorway, uh, and just watch you do whatever you're gonna do. Okay, I'm. I'm Here, not in the I'm best of moods. Put the box down. I think he's a teenager. I don't know. He's a. He's only been around us for like a couple months. Maybe not even that. 
Maybe, maybe whatever he is, they age really quickly. Do you see how he's leaning against that wall? Yeah. And now he's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> that is the <laughs> definition of a teenager. And now he grew out his hair all long and shaggy, and he's wearing his pants under his butt. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a mental image of, uh, of Gimlet rapping, and it was very good. <laughs> and he won't stop staring at that speaking stone, damn it. Uh, all right, we smash through some. Well, don't boxes, smash them. We I read guess. all the things first. Oh, all right, we read all the things. Um, okay, so the first one oh, you come across uh, as you walk back in, immediately, immediately to the left, um, you see on the piece of paper, um, and what appears to be like some sort of uh, inked highlighter. Uh, it says South Run, Avery Emerson, Argyle, Terren. Uh, a couple scratched notes. Uh, prepaid for delivery, four eleven ten sixty two. You would only assume this would be the the, the month, the day, the year. Uh, Two hundred fifty gold with delivery. Uh, there's a piece of paper behind the uh, the packing slip, uh, which gives you some drawings of what is inside of here. Uh, looks like it is a a high top table. You know what you would see at a bar with uh, some you know really tall chairs. You can see dimensions and everything. There's uh, notes of the types of material. Maple with iron legs. What is Argyle? That, I think that's his name. Um, Resin, you would know that Argyle is a place down in Tyrone. Oh. Would I know that person? Um, you probably wouldn't know because it's uh, from the date that's um, less than 400 years ago. You know, I wonder if... Uh, um, Doug, we should... Well, we can't get a hold of him. I bet he'd love to come up here and grab some of this stuff, put it down in the... temple. Yeah, it's too bad we don't really have a cart. Do we have a cart? You have your cart with the horses. Oh. Through the woods, though. Yeah, you gotta get it all out through the woods. How much can you carry, Tina? (laughs) Not this much. (laughs) We can go back. Yes, I think we should either send a messenger so that someone from Belthoria can come out here and collect these things, or we should come back on our way returning to Belthoria. Definitely. I'll mark it on the map as I pull out my little world map and put an X with dollar sign next to it. Um, Alright, friends. Are we ready to... I'm giving you guys three crates and I'm randomizing them. Okay. Because they they said they wanted to open some. I'll make them quick. I'd like to see if there's anything here besides furniture. Um, there's a wheel. <laughs> there well, was yes, a wheel. there's a ship's wheel. So is there anything? Is there a bow? Is there a saddle? Is there... For the most part, you know. see a bunch of boxes, but you see a very small one in the corner. Ah, let's take a look at this. Uh, as you look at it, it looks like it has three exclamation points on it in red. No description, no oh. paperwork, no nothing at all. This is very promising and we should definitely open it. Or it just saw us. Never mind. It's a Metal Gear Solid joke. (laughs) 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 Does anyone have a a hammer glass or something glass. Is it worth a hundred gold pieces? A looking no, it's not it's not a it's a spyglass, not worth that much, no. Uh, I I could look inside if I had something a little bit more high quality. Wait, we can, let me open it. And break, break it open. Do you do so? Who's who's breaking it open? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try to open it. Give me strength. Uh, 14. Yeah, and it's actually a lot easier than you thought. Um, it's very small. It's probably about a foot and a half tall, um, foot and a half wide, maybe only six inches uh, thick, wide. I should have said, yeah. Yeah. As you start to pry the wood off of this, uh, as you open it up, it looks like it is the frame for a hollow-body harp. I have no idea what this is. Now this is interesting. It is very small, and it is the palest white wood you have ever seen, but it has such a polish and a sheen on it. You can see the uh, integral grains of wood just wrap around. Yeah, here. It's garbage. 
What are you talking about? This is a harp. What's a, I don't know what a harp is. There are 20 holes for strings on it, but there are no strings. Oh, so it doesn't even like look like a harp. It just looks like a piece of like, or like a frame for a harp. Pretty much. But it doesn't even have like strings would... on it. Well, the strings probably would not have survived all this time alone in a crate. So I'm rather glad it doesn't have any strings on it. How big is the harp, Pat? It's about a foot and a half tall. Oh, so it's like a pretty small harp? Mm-hmm. I would it's a lap, like to... lap harp. A larp. Yeah. <laughs> like a, like a laptop. A, 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 a little harp. A larp. Yep. D. I would like to sing to myself as counter charm and then pick it up. <laughs> Ooh, do you play? Well, I play the lute. It, well, I guess it doesn't really transfer, but yes, I have learned to play the harp. You pick it up. It's 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 uh it's the body of a very small harp. Um, you can only imagine that it was for a very small person, but there are there's no paperwork on this at all. I wave my hand through where the string should be. Mm-hmm. There is nothing. Well, that's good. Seems uh, normal enough. You're, now your hand burns. No. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I want one of you to give me a roll one to ten. Someone pick one. Somebody say me. No one's saying me. Well, me, but I'm trying to get a D10 out. <laughs> Where did my D10s go? They're all on the bottom. Aren't they always? I haven't played. Clearly, I haven't played enough Call of Cthulhu recently. Oh, Jesus. Eight. All right. Um, okay. Um, for the last crate that you guys are deciding on opening. Um, you see a, a five foot wide, uh, appears to be very heavy. Um, the packing slip says, uh, Talia Layla, uh, Ravenspeak Kandala. Other than that, there's no other information other than drawings as to what is inside. Um, it looks like it is an original design. You can see, uh, her own handwriting, Talia Lalia. On the bottom, dimensions and everything in... It appears that everything that would be inside this crate, um, for us, would be the design of a futon, um, which was meant to be laid out in her own personal cart, which was like four and a half feet wide, and looks like there was a mattress uh, created as well, and it will fold up into a couch slash bed. There seems to be a lot of furniture here. There is, and this is a clever design if it were more than a few feet long. After it folds out, it's about five feet long. Oh, that's not bad. But it folds up to, like, a couch for her cart. And th this one is dated uh, just about uh, 375 years ago. Well? Yeah, probably too big to take with us. But potentially profitable if we were to come back with enough hands to carry it. I'm sure yes. that the descendants of or the owners of these fine pieces of furniture would be very happy to know that they exist and very grateful for their return. Yeah, maybe we can lock the door before we go. Or jam it or something. I mean, the area has a reputation of being haunted. I don't think we'll have any problems. If it's all gone, I'm gonna blame you. <laughs> Feel free to lock it if you if you would like. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if or was that two? I guess one more. That, 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 was, we'll... that, that would have been the last one right now. Okay. Alright, well, we should probably get on the road before it gets too late in the day. Make our yes, way to the... What's the name of the place we're going? <laughs> well, first we should go back and rescue the horses. Oh, yes. I mean, we we gotta go back that way anyway. Just Hopefully there's no more of those wolves. The Pline Farm was your main destination, but there, you, you do know that there's Pline, a month... Yep. Yeah, there, there is a month between here and there. It will take at least seven to eight days from where you're at now. So you have plenty of time to diddle and daddle around. But as you make your way back to the house, um, you do see some of the, the mimics reshape themselves into something else as you're walking by them. Uh, a couple of them became statues. Very small ones uh, appearing like you. Oh. Ah, we've been immortalized in statue form, though... 
I imagine oh. these statues are slightly less permanent than the usual kind. Hey, hey, I got an idea. What, uh, can one of you... Uh, I don't know if you can do it big, but... I know we've seen a... Well, have we seen a picture of that lady, Elsma? You did. So we know what she looks like? Yes. Okay. I was just curious if they turn into one, but we already saw a picture of her. You did, and uh, the only thing that you did not ever notice is her actual face. It always seemed to be scratched out from any image. No. You only well, saw you only saw the notice of like her wearing red robes, and when she was younger, you saw her face, but as she became older, you did not. It seems as if they had erased that thought from them, and they will not show you her face. Uh, I want to ask one of them, can you turn into like a, a, a just the face of the El- Elzma, what she looked like last time you saw her? And they pull back from you. Please, I want to, if we can ever find her, I want to know that it's her and maybe we can take care of her for you. So you never have to worry about her again. Can I have Nate and Matt take your headphones off? Okay. Tina, as Resin is poking and poking, um, you feel something in your pouch just kind of poke out at you. Uh, I look down and reach into the pouch. Are you trying to be secretive? Yeah. Okay. So you turn away from them, and you remember that picture that you had? Mm-hmm. It's still with you. It made its way back into your pouch, and it is showing you a picture of this younger... A peach-toned tiefling horns coming from the back of her head to the front. And did we... We didn't know what Esme looked like. You saw that she was a tiefling, but you can see in this picture that it's getting... It's changing. It's it's showing you various uh, ages, and sometimes it'll show you like a torn image, but then it'll show you a... A proper image. It looks like it is old. It looks like it has become gaunt. Still a peach-toned tiefling, but gaunt and old. Uh, almost uh, skeletal. And is that what Esme had looked like previously? Yes. Okay. The la- Probably the last time any of these saw it. Okay. All right. I turn back to the par- I put the picture back in the pack without letting anyone know, okay. and I turn back to the party. Okay. Yeah, and at Resident, as you keep trying to ask it, and even Lyndon, you know, you guys are both asking it, and it is every time something comes up, it's pulling back, or it's just showing you that same scratched face. Ah, I was hoping that you could draw it, Lyndon, and if we ever see her, we can either avoid her or whatever. She sounds like a evil woman. Well, we can be on the lookout, and if anyone... Creates a giant, never-ending storm and horde of zombies. Will know that there may be a connection. <laughs> Do we have the picture still of the younger version of her? Did well, the, Tina have that. The picture that you originally saw was of um, Aldir with a bunch of furniture standing around him. Then that one slowly kind of followed you around, and Tina was holding both of them at one point. Oh, it was a mimic. It wasn't a real picture. Right. The The picture itself oh. was of Aldir with the furniture behind him. Okay. There wasn't one at all with her face visible, you no. said. Nope. Or, or there was a younger one. They did show you the younger version of her, but they, they scratched out her face as she got older. Uh, I was just curious if Lyndon, if we couldn't take it, if Lyndon would want to sketch even her younger face just to kind of some sort of reference. I can certainly try. Rather than take it with us. Well, as you are making your way through the uh, through the house, and you are talking to whatever mimics are around uh, at the very front door, where you remember, you know, when Tina first saw that first picture, one of them finally shows you a sculpture of the uh, younger form of this tiefling. It is a stone image with no color. So, Lyndon, you can roll a performance check if you wish to sketch it. It's only a ten. It's a stone. It's a stone sculpture. It's not that easy to you know to do a sketch of a three D model really quick. Um, but you 
it does seem that you are upsetting them, and it seems like they are trying to, you know, get rid of you because you have brought this up. Well, I I think we should go. I think we've asked enough traumatizing questions of these poor mimics. Just trying to help. Well, I, I think we have enough information, or at least as much as we'll get. Okay. Hey, Gimlet. Oh, yeah. We're ready to go. Yeah, yeah, I've kind of been waiting for that. Let's, uh, let's go, please. <sighs> Jeez. Willie. Yeah, a little bit. Why are you so grumpy? I, I don't know. I woke up like this. You know what I find very helpful when I'm... You're so angsty. Feeling <laughs> angst, yes. You should try expressing your angst in the form of poetry. I'm going to express my way of uh, getting the hell out of here. Ah, see? Clever. Clever. And Gimli just kind of walks ahead down the path where you guys first made your way to this house. Okay. Okay. Through the gates. He's just... Being a teenager? Fucking teen. Yeah. It is... It is not right. Uh, You've never experienced anything like this happening in such a quick change of time. Never seen him roll his eyes like that. You sound like a parent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, you guys make your way back to the path. um, And just as it was when you made your way here, the storm above slowly begins to dissipate and the, the trees above you Uh, begin to thin out and you soon begin to see sunlight it does take eight hours from that house back to the path but when you finally make your way your two horses your cart are there and they are perfectly fine there are uh two feed bags wrapped around their heads uh with a note ah good they're okay look they left us a note what does it say let me see uh, do you want to wrap it? Uh, it's from Clive. Just wanted to make sure your horses were safe. Uh, we did uh, tie them up. They did get loose. Uh, but we wanted to make sure they had a feedback on them. Wasn't sure how long you'd be or if you'd ever come back. But if you find this, you're in good health. Take care. Who was Clive? Uh, that was the the two that visited you. They were, as you made camp just out. Was it with the guy with the kid? No, no, no. Shit. Oh, you, mean Cl- you mean Cliff? Cliff! Cliff. It was oh, okay. Cliff and Norm. Gotcha. Cliff and Norm, not Clive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gotcha. No problem. Yeah, hold on. Oh, that was nice of him. The note was from Cliff. <laughs> that is nice of them. But yeah, as you make way to your horses, they are pretty happy to see you. It is a beautiful afternoon out. Sun is shining. There is no rain anywhere to be seen well i've had quite enough of rain so i'm glad it's clear and i'll i'll fly over into the into the back of the cart i assume tina's driving and i pull out my drawing pad i'll be driving unless you unless you need a break yeah i'm just gonna sit up front with tina (laughs) okay gimlet (laughs) yeah just called are you mocking me are you mocking me now thanks resident i really appreciate it Mm mm-hmm such gratitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anytime. And with that teenage angst attitude, we're going to leave it right there. <laughs> Thank you, Ralph. You're not for the joining. boss of me, Resden. What was that? You're not the boss of me, Resden. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you. I'd like to thank you all for joining us on this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventury. I am your Dungeon Master, Patrick, and you can find me at Professor PFM on the Twitters. Where can they find you, Nate? You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Nate Scott Jones. For all those lovely little kitten pictures. What about oh, you? Oh, yeah, we just got a new batch. You got what? A new batch of kittens. Yeah, we got I, two little black ones I, named Miso oh and Tofu. Oh, my God. <laughs> so cute. Uh, where can they find you, Matt? Uh, you can also find me on Twitter, uh, Longfellow underscore Matt, and Mason Matt on Instagram. And what about you, Faye? They can also find me on the Twitters um, at Captain Fake Eye. Well, thank you everyone for joining us this episode. As always, please follow us on Twitter at Misfits underscore Guide to keep up with any announcements and to chat with us. You can also follow us at Cast 
oh many things for all our other upcoming projects we have in the works. All our episodes can be found by searching Cast of Many Things on iTunes and Podbean or any other podcasting app of your choosing. And if you enjoy our content, please feel free to leave us a five-star review. You can shoot us an email at castofmanythings at gmail.com. And you can even check out our Facebook page, which I have not been updating, unfortunately, but I plan to do better. Please forgive me. (laughs) Uh, We absolutely love to hear from you guys, our fans. Until next time. Okay, love you, bye. No, no, love is just a construct. That's just something made up. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm stopping. (laughs) Shut up, dumbass. Be like Red. I'm gonna be like Red Foreman, and he's like Eric. <laughs> Jesus, forty-six. That's nuts. We're almost at a half of a century. And um, uh, bu- 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 bum. I'm having a brain fart. Nate's character's name. I'm having Linden. a f- Linden. I wanted to say London. It's close. Mm-hmm.